Podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from a varying skill range. I am your ground control for this episode, Andrew. With me, our junior astronaut, Keith. Hello. And with us, as always, our experimental monkey that we just shoot out into space, Liz. Hey guys. And this week was a fan pick, which was Outer Wilds by Mobius Studios, also published by Annapurna Interactive, which this is now the third Annapurna game we've now played. What are the other two? Uh, <laughs> can you guess? Do you remember? Is one of them Ashen? It is. One is Ashen. What's another crappy game that we played? Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Come on, what do you think? Um, I'm, I'm surprised you don't figure it out, because we're supposed to be the, kind of the style this game is. I'm going to guess Edith? Yes, that's right. It's Edith. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so I kind of like it. Like, I like that Annapurna Studios, it's normally a movie studio, is now like investing in these really interesting games because whether you i know you how you feel about ashen but ashen was an interesting game edith finch was interesting and this game was really interesting and they're all very different they are they all yeah that's also what's really i, I kind of like because it's not like ea or whatever it's like oh we just want shooting and explosions and stuff like that so like these are all like really kind of weird indie games that the studio's kind of taken gambles on but we should go real quick to everyone is this a game or a pass for you keith why don't you start it off so I don't know I I could go both ways in a lot of ways on this and I feel like either choice no so the problem is is I think a lot of the things I have opinions about on this game individually are not what I think about this game as a whole but I think just because I don't I haven't gone this way I'm gonna call it a pass I guess Liz tell everyone what did you think of this game it's a pass for me just a solid pass. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with Ashen. I made up my mind before I found that out. So for me, I am more leaning onto the game side of it. I will admit, I'm sure a majority of people will probably play like an hour or two of this game and just be done with it and like not care for it. And I, I think that's okay. Like this game, this is like the epitome of art is the way I describe it. But I'll, I'll get more into my reasoning later on. But that's just kind of a quick take with it. But to get into kind of a quick synopsis of this game, you are an alien on a very small planet and you wake up and today is your inaugural flight day where you will finally get the codes to the spaceship and you can go and explore the universe, which the universe only consists of five planets and one mystery planet. So you go through a whole tutorial and then you get in your ship and you fly and more than likely crash right away and die. But then you'll notice that you instantly respawn and it's basically Groundhog's Day. So you keep going through these 22-minute loop cycles, or unless you kill yourself sooner, you just wake up and you start from the very beginning of the day. And you're just basically trying to explore the universe and discovering this ancient alien race that was there before you. And you're trying to figure out what happened to them, where did they go, where did they come from. So the best way I can kind of describe this kind of style of game is it's a walking simulator on very hard difficulty. Because it's just a very narrative-driven game You're just exploring, reading, and trying to figure out puzzles. So in a sense, yeah, it is kind of like a walking simulator, but it is very difficult. So it may not be so easy for newcomers. 
And there's no difficulty level either. Everyone plays the same way, the same difficulty. So since this game is very narrative-driven, did this story compel you guys at all to kind of keep playing this game? And what did you guys think of it? No, not really. I I didn't play probably as much of the story as I did. I spent a lot of time just messing around in terms of when I did play this game. But yeah, I just didn't really... Even the things like talking to people around town and everything, just nothing seemed to interest me. It seemed very flat. I kind of feel the same way. The story didn't really drive me. There were a couple parts where you have this translator and you transcribe these spirals and you you see what the people that were there before you were saying and I actually felt sympathy for some of them because they don't know what happened to the other people that they crashed with and so I mean I felt I don't know how to word this. Emotions. So I kind (laughs) of felt felt sad yeah I guess yeah. I I yeah. Emotions I've never felt before. But the thing is like I was like oh that's sad but then like you didn't really get into it. So for me, I just I just thought it was very meh. I thought that they had this like big concept that they wanted to do, but they just didn't execute it well. Like they had like what they wanted the end to be, what they wanted you to do in the middle, but everything else was just kind of thrown together. So I partly agree with like a little bit what you're saying, Liz. So I overall really did like this story. So every planet kind of had its own project. Like people land on each of these planets and they all are trying to build like a certain project to kind of find the eye of the universe. So every planet is building a project that works for their overall goal to kind of find the side of the universe. So every time you go to one of these planets, you're basically learning how things were going with these people while they're communicating with other people from other planets. And there's kind of this nice dialogue, as Liz is saying, that you're reading. My biggest complaint, though, is the lack of voice acting. So when you're, you're just reading text, and it is giving people's names... But there's quite a bit of people, so like I never really knew anyone's names, so I could never really kind of have any connection with any of the people or any of the dialogue, because you're reading these stories and people are talking about, oh, I'm with my wife, or you know, I miss this person, or my sister was on Escape Pod One, but it's like I didn't know any of their names. I just kind of knew, okay, there's some love connection here, but I didn't really know where like these certain people were located, because you're just reading these texts. So if like there was maybe some slight voice acting to kind of help key you in as to like who's talking and like what the interactions are going on, I think the story would have been a little more compelling. I agree, but like for me, I think the reason why I had so much trouble getting into the story is because of the 22 minute like time loop, the Groundhog's Day aspect. Right, I felt like right when I found something, the day would end. And then I would have to start all over again and you just kind of get out of the story. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah, there was a couple times where I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm really digging into this observatory that took me forever to get into. And you're like partly reading through. Then all of a sudden you hear the sun explode. And it's like, crap, I'm not done reading. I need to quickly try to finish. And then boom, nope, your day's done. And there's no shortcut to get back into that place. So you got to basically trek all the way through to get back into there. There was actually uh, one of the most infuriating planets was Dark Bramble, the one where you're it's made out of vines and you got to go really slow past these fish that'll eat you. The very end is you're trying to get to a spaceship. I got to it three times and every time as soon as, cause it's very hard to get to, as soon as I got there, the, the time would run out and I would have to completely start over again. And that was so infuriating. And that really did throw me out of the story as well. I can't agree more about the voice acting, especially because you talk to a lot of people, even just in the town and there's just nothing behind them. There's no emotion 
from the very onset of the game. Yeah. It's just very flat. And I get it. Like, it's a whole different aspect of it, I guess. But the artwork of this game is beautiful. I, I love that aspect of it. But yeah, the story was not enough to hook me. And the gameplay as well is just something that doesn't fit my style either, I guess. Well, also, like, getting back to the Groundhog's Day aspect, I think it's because there wasn't that much. Like, I feel like they kind of lowballed it. I mean, you have these planets, and there really isn't much to them. And I feel like maybe the reason why they kept sending you back is because there wasn't that much to explore. I feel like this was an exploration game, but they didn't actually have much. Like, I feel like it would have been so much cooler if they had planets that had a bunch of different aspects to them and you could navigate through the planets and stuff. I feel like it was their way of kind of skirting around adding more elements to the planets. Oh, uh, I disagree with that. I think there was I think there was too much to explore, honestly. Cause like I you would constantly revisit planets and be like, oh wait, there's this whole other base on this side of the planet. Oh, there's this whole other thing on this side of the planet. And because you would get hints to go to another planet oh, there's an observatory on the equator of this planet. So then you go there, and then you find out, oh, wait, now there's this base on this planet. And it would just end up making you jump back and forth, and you would end up discovering that these small planets actually had quite a bit to them. I I will admit, though, I do agree with what you're saying a little bit on some planets. Like uh, the water planet, uh, Deep Blue, I think it was called. There really wasn't too much on it. Yeah, Giant Deep. Yeah, there's like three, four islands on it, and then there's like the core of it. So there's really not too much on, like, that planet. So there is, like, two or three planets that just – that did have a lot. But I I will say I understand where you're coming from because there is some planets that had nothing. Like your planet's moon. You literally just see that one base and it's just like, oh, it's kind of it. Yeah, I think there's the flying around and re-landing on the same planets over and over again. It just felt like filler to me. Well, did you guys ever find the hidden caves on your home planet? There was, like, a whole underground cave system and you kind of find out that – the ancient alien species was there when like your species was first evolving out of the water and like you kind of learned this whole ancient history of your species a little bit yeah it was this i actually ended up stumbling on it by accident i broke my ship and i crashed into a geyser and i noticed you could fall in the geyser and it ended up being this whole cave system so yeah like when you really kind of dig through some of the rocks you could find some really interesting areas to explore that's kind of interesting i will i'll admit that i didn't get I didn't get that part out of it, obviously, myself. But that is, that's interesting. Some of the story elements, I, like, it did really touch me. <laughs> Real materialist. <laughs> did you guys discover all the crash pods? No. The escape pods? No. I didn't get the third. I'm you assuming you didn't get the one in Dark Bramble. The one with the, the with... vines and the fish. No, no, because once it got eaten in there, I was like, I think I'm good yeah, for this thing for a while. Yeah, that one was really hard. <laughs> but, like, specifically that one, it really kind of, like, I felt really sad because you're kind of following this people's trail, and then you kind of end up finding, like, this sad story with it. I don't want to get too much detail of it, but it, they did actually a fantastic job narrating some of these stories and explaining, like, what they're doing and then some of their tasks that they're doing and they end up failing. And it, they, I think they did a really kind of good job with this. Just it being an exploratory game where you're just kind of digging through. Now, anything you're doing in this game never carries over. You're never getting new equipment. You're never getting new abilities. You're never, like, opening a door that'll stay open every time you go into the cycle. Every time you restart the cycle, you completely restart over. The only thing that carries over are clues that you get in your ship log. So when you're reading the dialogue, your ship actually has just a little computer screen that says, oh, you got a hint that... They were building this on this planet. You should go check on it. 
kind of thing. And it would fill out a picture for you. Which I feel like one thing that bothered me is that when you transcribe things, it doesn't tell you that you've already read it. Yeah. So, I mean, there are some parts where especially... Oh, what's the the main planet called with like the the yellow sun going around it? Not Brittle Hollow. Yeah, um, there were a couple times when you look down and you see you see the markings, and it's like I don't know which one I've been to. So yeah. I feel like that was kind of lame. Like, because that one had a whole city in it. Yeah, it and if you go up to it, it doesn't. I mean, the colors um, go back to the original color, and you have to transcribe it again. So I thought they should have fixed that. No, I agree with that. That that was in my annoyance too. Yeah. Do you have anything to say, Keith? I mean, <laughs> I do. I I didn't see. I didn't. The problem is, I'll be honest. I didn't dive as much into the story as you guys did. I I spent a lot of my time just messing around in outer space, just trying to do different weird things. I don't I don't know how to I explain. I kept falling it, but, in the stupid black hole. Well, I did that a lot. Oh my gosh, and, that like, was annoying. I would, and I, that's the thing is, is I played. I would just play like a burst of like an hour or so in the game and I would ultimately end up with one of those things and I'd just be like, forget it. I don't, I, I don't know. It's just the <laughs> game, there was so little about the game that hooked me, I guess. I feel exactly the same way. Like I could not play this game for more than an hour. I had to do it in increments because I would just get so bored or I would just keep falling in the black hole over and over again. And I was like, maybe my heart's just not in it. And that's why I keep falling in the black hole. No, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was a bit in the same boat with you guys too. Because it, since so many parts of the stories are on different planets, you kind of have a hard time figuring out like what, where to go and what to drive you to. You, you understand that, oh, there's a base here. You know, there's probably going to be a good amount of information there. But there's a lot of in-between stuff that isn't easy to find. And unless you're lucky to stumble upon it. So it was really hard to kind of drive me to because it's like, oh, I just worked so hard. I got so deep in the city. Now the sun blew up and I have to do that all over again and try to do it a little bit faster so I can get farther into the city. It, it was a little frustrating. I do wish that you could open doors and create shortcuts for yourself so you wouldn't have to go through that long, arduous trek of following this trail to get to like the hidden city. Yeah. But how long did it take you to complete the game? Like, do you think that they did that so that it would take longer? Because I saw a couple videos, um, like walkthroughs and, and like speed walkthroughs, and it didn't seem like it took a lot of people that, that long, like five, six hours. Well, the cycle's 22 minutes. So if you know what to do, you can easily just jump in your ship, go to the certain locations, and just beat the game. But as far as like trying to read everything and kind of learn everything that's going on, I think I put a good eight hours in this game, maybe a little more. Which still, like, if you think about, like, if you if you had the shortcuts, it would have been a much much shorter game. Yeah, which well, I think is fine. I was, was going to say actually, though, is what would have been nice is Liz, like you pointed out earlier, is there was no difficulty setting. I think it would have been cool if they had a difficulty setting where you had the option to have those save points, or you could play the hard mode, or they could do that cool new thing games do and just call it normal mode <laughs> the intended way to play it with no save points and all that but i think it would have been nice to have at least the option of it i agree yeah i mean i think so too because since this game is so very much story driven like that is supposed to be its main hook that is supposed to keep you going with this game and if it's so hard in like punishing and sending you back it's kind of hard to like pick yourself up and be like i need to go back there and so I can read more text. 
So for me, it is kind of a little bit hard because they don't add any like new gadgets or anything like that. So it's not like, oh, mechanically wise, you know, I'm doing interesting things. Each planet you go to has its own different mechanics, but nothing that's like, oh, this planet's so fun because I get to slide on ice or whatever. Like it was nothing, anything that was like, oh, this planet's really fun. I want to keep going to just play on that planet. It was always just like, oh, this, I need to solve my puzzles using the mechanics of the planet. Well, so that's why for me, it's like, I do wish they kind of made this game a little bit easier because it was just very frustrating just randomly dying from something. Yeah, and see, I guess kind of my point, too, is part of it's my, like, video game ADD to a certain degree. I'm not always good with slow-paced games, and if you don't give me any added value in terms of, like, improving how I play or, you know, my character stronger, jump faster, stronger, whatever it is, with none of that, it just felt very bland, and I just had such a hard time. Like, I can give up a bad story or a story that doesn't connect with me, if it has gameplay, but this game had neither of those, and that's why it was so hard for me. Yeah, so to compare it to, like, another kind of narrative game that we did, uh, Edith Finch, so that was a very narrative-driven game, but what kept that game so interesting is every story you did had unique gameplay and would change it up, and so it always kind of made you go, oh, sweet, this is an interesting story that I want to keep learning about, and it's, like, making the gameplay fun by changing things up a little bit. So it really kind of kept driving you. With this one, it was very much like, nope, you're waking up back on the ground, getting back in your ship, flying to that island. Oh, you went too fast. You crashed the island. Start all over again. And it just got a little frustrating sometimes. Well, one thing that I kind of was hoping as soon as I started flying around is another or a game that failed miserably, I know. I guess I kind of got excited and was hoping for some No Man's Sky because that's a game I always wanted to play and never did. But... I, the one part of the gameplay I liked, and this is, like I said, why I wasted so much time, is I just had fun trying to fly around in space and, like, I don't know, like, trying to land on planets, but I would miss a lot of times, and I wasn't very good at it, but that, like, I was trying to hone my skills at flying more than anything else. Yeah, I never like space flying. <laughs> I, I mean, we're, like, in Prey and, and all of it, this, I feel like, was probably one of the better ones. I, I could land. I would, I would say, like, 70% of the time I would damage something but I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't die the only time I died landing was if I accidentally went you know into the sun or a, a planet like something would go around the planet and I wouldn't be paying attention but yeah for me I just I don't like flying in space in games so the thing about it for me though especially in this game is I thought it was it was weird because all it did was really just speckled the sky with a bunch of different colored lights and all that to represent stars but it felt very expansive at the same time where you could just see things grow and shrink yeah i i'm kind of weirded out by space i have this very weird this is kind of a, a really side topic but i have this weird um uh, what's what's the word irrational fear of space like i'm never going into space in my life but watching <laughs> space movies uh was the one gravity where they're floating around that movie gives yeah. me chills it, I, have a, I have a weird fear of space, but in a video game setting, I kind of like it. I get to play around with it. I don't know. Side tangent over. So that's one thing I think that is super impressive with this game is its mechanics, as you guys are kind of talking with. Because besides the beginning loading screen, and then it loads every time you die, there is no loading in this game. You jump in your ship, and you fly to a planet, and there's zero load. It's just everything's smooth. Everything worked well. I, I didn't see any frame rate dips or anything like that. I didn't see, like, any sort of graphical clipping or anything like that. Everything like looked 
everything looked and worked really well in this game. And I was really impressed. Every island kind of had its own unique characteristics that really made them interesting and really cool and diverse. So mechanically, I think this game is fantastic because I love games that don't have a lot of load times. Because even the load times between your deaths are like 10, 15 seconds. They're not very long. Yeah, I think if anything, the longest thing you wait in terms of uh, like coming back to life is if you last out the 22 minutes is watching the rewind on the loop. And that takes like yeah. a good 15 seconds. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, the load screens are not that oppressive in this game, which I like. Uh, and then the other thing that I think is really impressive with this game is its art style and graphics. I really like going to the, all the planets and seeing, you know, the lush vegetation on some, then seeing like an arid desert, then seeing like tornadoes everywhere on like just a bunch of waves i really love the design of the planets i thought it was really cool and i absolutely loved the design of your ship as well because it's like literally made out of like wood nails and spit and hope it's just like <laughs> this rickety looking thing that like it's like no way this thing could even like get in air let alone go into space but sure enough it does because even to your your astronaut suit is really like patchy looking it looks like just basic overalls that someone just slapped a helmet on and there you go you can breathe see i half agree with you there are some parts especially at the beginning your home planet the ship i thought looked amazing but there were some things that i thought that they put like 20 percent of the effort so for instance like the home planet i i don't know if you guys will agree with me it reminded me so much of sea of thieves and i love that but the water was garbage and like uh, some of the planets, like the the sand tunnel, I just like there were some things that I was just like I feel like they put so much work into certain aspects of the game of certain planets, and then they kind of just like crammed everything last minute with the rest of it. I mean, I can understand with the bad looking water and sand and stuff like that because that stuff is very hard to design and make it look pretty. So this is a very small studio, and that would take like months. Just to make Which I understand. I just thought, like, for me, there was, like, a stark contrast in different parts of the game. There were some that it was, like, it really was art. It looked incredible. But there are other times I'm like, I kind of wish they put, like, another, like, week into this planet, you know? (laughs) I don't know. But one thing, actually, especially because I spent the most time on the planet, the water on Giant's Deep actually was pretty good. If you were swimming in it, it was bad. Uh, like if you got stuck on the surface in your suit or whatever, but I feel like I always forget about that planet. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, but at least the one area, because otherwise I agree with you. The water like on your main planet looks like crap and everything. But when you when you look at that one, it looks pretty cool actually. They did a decent job there. Yeah, they have some cool effects. It just like there were certain things that I was just like, oh. So I was like, I would go from being in awe to being underwhelmed in a matter of like two minutes. I think that's fair, actually. I, 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 yeah, like I said, I just, I think the biggest thing for me, the one biggest plus was the mechanics. Yeah. See, I mean, I liked Giant Steep. I, I, I kind of agree with Keith there. Like, I, I thought that one was really kind of, it was both terrifying, but also, like, beautiful. Because it is just, like, a lot of water, but, like, they just had constant tornadoes going around. And it was always kind of interesting, like, talking to somebody on one island, then all of a sudden a tornado picks up the entire island and throws it in space for a little bit. Then you come crashing down to the waves. So, for me, when I first saw it, I was like, great. Once again, here's another game with a water level. This is going to be the worst. And surprisingly, I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, It actually had one of the cooler puzzles on it, where you go into the quantum tower 
and anytime you look at something, it disappears when you look away. So you have to kind of figure out this puzzle where you have to open up doorways by looking at them in a certain way. I actually really like that area. So for me, I thought Giant Steep was actually like a really nice design. Well, like I said, I forgot about that. I was more talking about the water on the main planet. Yeah. Because you guys, I mean, that that's a good point that the water there actually was really cool. No, and I don't even think you were wrong because I think as a whole... I do. Really, <laughs> well, you can say that, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but but no, like the finer details of things, they really did, I think, kind of get overlooked. But I think that has to do with the size of the studio. Yeah. I, I do think as a whole, it was a beautiful game. Like, I, I kind of go back and I don't want to get there too early. But I get why people like this game. It was just not... I had a hard time. Yeah. I, I mean, I fully agree, too. And that's kind of why I describe this game as art. Like, you know, some people try to argue that, oh, video games aren't art, which I think is always a dumb argument because it's literally something someone created. That's like the definition of art. But like a fine piece of art, too, you could go to an art studio and you could look at a painting and go, wow, this painting's really great. And someone else can go to that painting and go, this painting looks like crap. And I feel like that's how this game is. Like, I fully understand people who love this game. I, I did have a fun time with it. And I did enjoy it. I do agree with you guys. It, it did have a hard time kind of connecting with me, but it this game was gorgeous, and I loved kind of like some of the mechanics they did with it, but it is just really frustrating. See, I like I kept thinking about it as like an Oscar movie because everyone's like, this is the game of the year. This game is amazing. And it's the same thing with like, oh, it's the movie of the year. It's going to win the Oscars. Then you watch it, and you don't enjoy it. I, like For me, it was more about like the end of the story, the whole concept of it, and not the playability and the enjoyability and that's what i look for in video games and movies if that makes sense (laughs) no it it does and i I do agree with that because like this game is also kind of hard to describe because generally with like a lot of times when you play a game you want to relax you want to chill you want to have fun with a game like this this isn't something you could easily kind of like pick up and play for 15 minutes and put down for a week or so and come back to it because when you come back to it you're like where did i leave off what am i doing Yes, you can read your ship log to kind of give you some hints, but this is kind of a game where it's like, unless you're planning to sit down and put a good couple of hours in and hopefully beat it within a week or two, you're just going to end up being lost and not really know what to do for direction. So it's kind of hard to describe this game. And not only that, I do feel like this isn't a game I can sit down and relax after a long day of work. Mainly, specifically, the planet Dark Bramble. That planet really infuriated me so badly (laughs) because it's it's a planet that has... It looks small because it's like, oh, it's a little hole you're going into. But when you go into it, you're in this foggy area where you see lights. Okay, cool. I'm going to go to the lights. All of a sudden, a giant angler fish comes out and eats your ship. Boom, you have to start all over again. So the whole point to beat that one is you have to go absurdly slow. Like, you are you can't register speed at all. Or that fish detects you and eats you. Like, there's no way to avoid it. You can't outrun it. You can maybe hide behind a root a little, but you're inevitably, you're going to get eaten. And so there's numerous holes in this planet and you could end up in a hole that literally just sends you right back to the beginning. So it's everything about that planet was just so infuriating to me, but it's like one of the most important planets because like there's a lot of story to it, but it was just so infuriating. I did that one so many times because I was like, I need to beat this stinking like planet just to progress the story. And uh, it, it, I just, it didn't relax me. It just made me more frustrated. So it's hard to describe this game as like, oh yeah, play this if you want to have a chill evening and learn a story. No. Well, so I think if we're done enough, a segue here 
One thing I think could be fun about this game, because this is how I spent most of my time, is chasing achievements. Because there are kind of not many of them, but a lot of them are skill-based, from what I could tell. And I think that's kind of interesting. Yes. For me, it's a positive and a negative about this game. So the achievements are very much try to do kind of fun, goofy things in this game. But for me, that also kind of irritated me because, as Liz says, with some of her achievements, she generally likes to get drip-fed some achievements to feel like she's actually progressing. <laughs> this game does not do that at all. There's one achievement to read everything, to complete your ship log. So that would take you a very long time. Like that's That one's a little frustrating. But yeah, a majority of them are just kind of to do goofy things. You know, eat 10 burnt marshmallows. Hit the ejector button on your ship and launch yourself into space. Try to escape the solar system. Like, a lot of them are pretty fun. And even, too, when you look at the achievements, they give you the name of the achievement, but they don't give you the description. So it kind of gives you a hint as to, oh, try to figure out what this achievement is by called, what does this button do? So you're trying to figure out, oh, maybe it's something to do with the ejector button. So they kind of give you, like, a slight hint. But in all reality, you're just going to look online, find the achievement, and figure out how to do it. Because you can get a majority of these achievements in a short amount of time. Well, so this game, though, does do two things that I know you hate. One yeah, I was gonna is bring that, up. that they bring up, or that they do off-number off achievement yes. scores. So they do oh sixes. Now, sixes, in all fairness, six times five is, an, is, a, is a zero. But I get your point. It is annoying unless you're getting all of them. The other thing is there is one missable achievement, and I think it's actually kind of funny too. It's the the beginner's luck one. So you I mean, have it, to basically. It is and isn't. You, you just well, start a new expedition and do it. Right. So I know because you don't really lose anything in the game, but technically it's kind of missable. So I was gonna, I was calling that, I guess, half a point. Will you give me half a point on it then? <laughs> I guess yes. Yes. I'll give you half a point. I'll give you a pity point. Yes. No, I don't want a full <laughs> point. I just want a half a point because I think that's fair. Well, a pity point is equal to a half of a full point. It's it's in the point book that I sent you the other day. You'll, just look it up. I didn't look at that Google Doc. I'll have to check that out later. <laughs> yeah, so if you're an achievement hunter, this game, you can easily pad your score with a good handful of achievements just by playing this game for, I'd say, less than a half hour. I, I knocked out a good four or five achievements just in one of the 22-minute cycles. And there's maybe 15 achievements in this game, so they're worth quite a bit each. Yeah, it's it's 17 if we're, oh, okay, if we're being exact. Enough. But you're right. Okay, let's yeah. split hairs here. You know, hey, I'm taking that pity point back. Dang it! <laughs> I'm gonna have. To, I'm really gonna have to analyze that doc. I think I'm gonna get some points back. But yeah, it's it's fun for the achievements. It, again, I spent at least an hour, maybe more. One of them is to try and get into like a certain level of giant steep. So you have to really line up your shot at the... Yeah, at the I tried planet. that a handful of times. That oh, was pretty tough. As I said, that's the part I had the most fun with, is I missed so many times, but then I would just, you know, blast my ship into something, call it a day, cycle through, and, and start all over. And and I just kept going for that. And I found a lot of fun in it, oddly enough. So getting into our wrap-up here, I overall, I did really enjoy this game. I... I I had a lot of fun with it. I did kind of enjoy exploring the story. The ending, I thought, was kind of a little bit of a letdown. I enjoyed it, but overall, like, I don't know. It didn't give me, like, this huge wow moment. I did I love the mechanics of this game. I love the graphics of it. I, for the most part, like the music. There's one song that they play in the trailer, and honestly, you hear it majority of the time. It's kind of like their main theme song. It's a good song, but it's way overplayed. 
because each planet you go to, somebody's playing a part of that song with a different instrument. So that's kind of the only song you're hearing majority of this game. There is one moment near the end where it does a fantastic score when you're wrapping up the story, and I absolutely love that part. So I just wish there was more of the music, but and unfortunately it was just mostly the same repetitive song. It was a good song, but it was too much of it. So for me, I'm probably going to give this, I think I'm going to give this game an 80. I had a lot of fun with it. It did kind of give me a hard time trying to hook me with it to keep going with it. But overall, I think this game was, it was a lot of fun. But I do understand people who do not enjoy it, like you guys. Yeah, I mean, so I guess if you're going to set me up like that, I obviously, I obviously didn't really like playing it. But that's honestly just because it wasn't for me. I, I agree with you on the art. I agree with you on the mechanics. I even think there's, as I said, ways you can have fun with the game, but it just didn't hit points for me with, with a game that I just wanted to spend time on. I, I dare say it's a very niche game. It's a game you're just either going to really enjoy or you're not. And so for me, it's not, but maybe it is for you. I don't know. Did you give a score? Oh, oh no, I didn't give a score. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> um, I guess this is where I'm weird in this game. I want. I'm really curious. That's why I want to know. <laughs> just to throw you off, but still make you probably be right. I'm going to go 72. <laughs> okay, okay. So what he means is 70, but he didn't want to say 70. All right. All no, right. 72. So... <laughs> um. I think I'm going to be a little bit lower. I really didn't want to play this game. I I got to the point where I was like, do you know what? I think I should do some dishes right now. Like, it was it was that bad. I really, I couldn't get into it. There was no snack and ratio either. There's no snack ratio. And that's, the you know, I just can't with that. And I thought the music was really good. I love, like, the little instrumentals and stuff. The aliens, which I forgot to mention, I think they're really cute. But even then, like you said, with, like, there were no voice actors to really get me invested. I just, I can't think of anything except for the home planet and how cool it looked. Besides that, I can't think of anything that I really loved about the game. And I feel bad, but I think I'm going to give it, like, a 50? 50 to 60? Like, it's that low, because for me, I just, end of the day, if you don't want to play a game, I mean, it was, it actually felt like work. There you go, Liz. Don't give a score. <laughs> give a range. <laughs> I'll, I'll say... the range of 50 to 60. Do you know what the thing is? I want to give it a 50, but I feel bad, so I'm like, 50 to 60. Um, but they're not going to listen to this, so I guess I'll just say 50. But yeah, sorry. So looking at the meta score... Uh, 84 for the critics, 7.3 user score. So Keith surprisingly is the closest. No, I'm Ooh. the closest. I said 80. Yeah. He said 72. I hit the user score. Oh, though. for the user score. We're, so we're not critics. We're users. No, yeah. I'm a critic. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm a hardcore caver. I am proud. Do you know what? You both win. I'm no, I'm the furthest, but I'm right. Don't give him a so. booyah. It's only booyahs for me right now. I beat Andrew. Just that like is, I beat him on gamer false. score. Let's give him this small victory. <laughs> once, Keith. One month. One month that we know of. But yeah, I am really curious if anyone out there has played it, what you guys thought of it. Because I feel like our range is kind of all over the place. 50 to 80. It's a, it's a big difference. So tweet us and let us know who you agree with. Yeah, we, would, we always enjoy hearing from you guys. And if anyone else has any other suggestions for games we want to play. Uh, like I said, this is a fan pick so shout out to our fan curtis for recommending this game for us 
it was a nice different game for us to play and I think it uh kind of ranged for all of us but overall I say at least check this game out you'll probably only play an hour and then probably delete it but that's okay at least you gave it a shot just eat 10 burnt marshmallows at least because you can't go wrong there it's an easy achievement but I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have anything to say or you have any sort of criticism, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Uh, we are on Facebook at Game Pass Grab Bag. We are also on Twitter at GPGBPod. And you could also send us an email at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird0844. I also have a Twitter as well with the same name. I don't tweet as much because I really don't have many followers. If you want to start following me, maybe I'll start tweeting. But I do stream a good amount of the games that we play, so you can also follow my mixer, and you'll see a lot of clips of the games that we're playing or me playing Apex because I also play that game quite a bit. So I have been Keith as always. I'm on Twitter. Keith Lynch 121 That's where you find me. You can find the link to my mixer which is a little fluffy on Xbox, so also that on Mixer. I guess, no, just, like, honestly follow us, because if you are playing the same games, I don't care. Follow me and see where you compare stats with us. And you're probably better than me. <laughs> but let's... And I'm Liz the Noob, gamer tag, come on, I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter, at Liz the Noob, noob is E-W. And so, since this was a listener pick, next week is Liz's pick. I get a pick now? Yeah. I thought that was my pick. Surprise! So Liz, since you didn't really get a pick with this week, what are we playing next week? I'm going to pick... You have to look at our Twitter. Ooh. Yep. Or you have to wait a week. What's a twist? What do you want to do? <laughs> That's true. You could not listen or follow our Twitter and just go, surprise, it's this game. But we highly recommend you follow our Twitter and figure out what we were playing next week. Or you can also write us on Twitter and give us a suggestion. But that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for listening, and we really hope to see you again next week. Bye. Bye.